worship this morning. We're just going to we're going to turn it over to God and we're going to let him do what he wants to do. Amen. Amen. Let's enter in this morning. Father, we thank you. Thank you so much, God, for allowing us to be here. Father God, we just we we surround ourselves with your anointing, Lord God. We surround ourselves with your people, Father. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to be here, Lord. We pray your blessings upon this service, upon our pastor, Lord. Upon the music, Lord, we just ask for your anointing, your yes. Holy Spirit, to be here this morning, Father, in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. With everybody, and it's Father's Day, and happy Father's Day to all of us fathers, all of you out there as well. So, uh, God bless. Let's have a great time this morning worshiping our Heavenly Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. All glory goes to God, right? Amen. This church might have an earthly title, an abstract, with Rock Harbor Church name on it, but you're really in the Father's house. This place belongs to God. When you come in here, you're entering the kingdom, amen. I hope you're living in it out there. Even though we live in the world, we can live in the kingdom of God and walk in the kingdom of God. But when we come into the house of worship, we're given exponential privilege. Amen. A hundred trillion to the hundred trillionth power. How about that? Mathematicians in the house. We're given power. We're given uh, entry into the supernatural. We're, we're allowed in to the kingdom where God reigns and God resides. We need to realize where we're at. Amen. Hallelujah. We're in the presence of the Holy Spirit this morning. God bless you. You may be seated. graduates uh, in Rock Harbor Church and we've got a couple in here so what I'm going to ask you to do is as I call your name ask our graduates to come up here and stand and we're going to get a picture with you. Uh, Adia Mayo. Adia. Adia. I, I apologize. Congratulations. Haley Cook. that they're in or under the instruction 
of the Word of God is enormous. And I know there's a lot of hostility to that in the, the education system today. Uh, but praise the Lord that when we can get God's Word inserted into youngsters at the youngest of ages, they've got a huge step ahead, especially if they adhere to that continuum through life. All right. We're going to get those. I'm going to be dismissed, I guess, to Children's Church. Those of you that go, head out and take off. Let me announce uh, no service tonight. I always try to. I know these are should be special days. And uh, we should do the best to spend time with our fathers and our grandfathers or, you know, family. So uh, we're not going to have church tonight for that purpose. And... Uh, you know me, try not to dismiss services very much at all. But uh, anyway, enjoy, uh, pass the service today, enjoy the rest of the day, and share it with uh, that father figure in your family. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks out here that, that uh, even though they may not be responsible for your birth, uh, they can still be fathers of inspiration Amen. and uh, advice and encouragement and, and upbringing and a lot of other things so them too remember them a lot of us have other special people in our lives other than maybe the the, the dad that, that raised us so anyway as kiddos are gone let's go to the lord in prayer this morning as we as we begin and lord we are grateful you're our heavenly father and man we're just extremely appreciative today and uh, Lord, this day's about you. Every day's about you. You're the father of all fathers. And we just want to celebrate you today and, and uh, say that we love you and appreciate you. And help us all to do our, our very, very best in showing you that appreciation and, and giving you praise is what you're searching for. Giving you our hearts, that's what you want. Lord, giving you our lives, everything about us, it's what your word instructs us to do. We present our whole beings, our bodies, again, to living sacrifices unto you, Lord. Thankful for Jesus, our Lord and Savior. God, we honor you today, and we thank you for all the wonderful blessings, your holy mercy, your wonderful grace, the compassion you have for us. And Lord, that wonderful blood of Jesus that if we've received, you've covered us. And when you did, you forgave us our sins. You washed them away. We're clean. We have eternal life with you, Lord, and we're forever grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless. These four words come to me this morning, and I know I've expressed before, um, I don't necessarily try to title a large amount of sermons. Once in a while I will. But this is one of those times where I will, I feel inspired to present uh, this reality. And it's simply this, a need for fathers. <clears throat> a need for fathers. You ever wonder, and I know there's been a lot of discussion and, and uh, just a constant streaming feed of news if, if you go there. And, uh, I found lately that my best remedy, and even though I like to keep up with things and kind of at least kind of 
stay within scope of what's going on, especially major events. I, I found myself a whole lot more handily turning that stuff off uh, because I found you really can't confide in any of it to be the truth. Amen. And I've also found that it's laced with lies yeah. and deceptions in order for a motive. And that's what we're facing today. But, you know, seeing and viewing, I mean, somebody once said, and it's very true, and I know there's manipulation with the technology we have today, but the old saying is, ever since they've been in existence, cameras don't lie. It's pretty true. The photograph's worth a thousand words. Uh, so what we see usually, unless it's been doctored, is usually presentative of the facts anyway. So have you ever wondered why it is that, that things around us are in such a mess? <coughs> <clears throat> do, do you ever really wonder why literally our society seems to be crumbling around our ears and falling to the ground around us now if you are totally without any availability to know the no the no of what's taking place and going on then maybe you can answer no I don't really have a clue but all of us living in the time we're living in the day and by human nature, we are all drawn to want to know. Are we not? Or want to know more. Or want to see more. Or become more informed. Now, a negative aspect of that, we know what happened to Eve when she wanted to know. Uh, and I think a lot of times that happens to people everywhere when they want to know too much. And they find out the hard way sometimes not necessarily platform of the sermon this morning, but as we look around us and we can't help or we shouldn't help but wonder all the violence, all the chaos, everywhere we look there's trouble, society seems to be again in shambles, not just here. You know, I used to think we were relatively safe in a rural area. But I can tell you that we're not. not anymore. Because the Bible tells me that Satan roams everywhere. Yeah. Amen. Seeking whom he may devour. Hmm. But in wondering and kind of trying to figure out within ourselves, maybe or even in group discussions, whatever the thing may be, lately I've had a lot of conversations, a lot of questions. And I know I've shared before, I've been asked multiple, many, many times, what's going on? Why is all this happening? All of a sudden, it's just absolute out of control. When we begin to see the problems of society and as they grow and they increase and they intensify, see, i got to ask you a question. I hope I'm not the only one noticing this. I hope you can relate somehow to what I'm talking about this morning. Amen. But have you ever wondered why all that is? Now, we know that the Bible tells us again, and I just mentioned it, that, that there is an agent who is the author of trouble and chaos and, and everything else you can imagine. 
That's why I love being a servant of God who's the author and finisher of my faith and of my salvation. And if this world winds up in an ash heap today, I know where I'm spending eternity. And it's not in chaos. It's not in violence. It's not in turmoil. It's in peace and tranquility and comfort, not just for a long, long time, but for a time that can't be measured eternity. So praise God, we live in this earth and, and we have to deal with a lot of things. But at the same time, I can't help but wonder and figure the what what ingredients caused all this. What and I, I'm I'm not going to argue this morning. I'm not going to argue the point that there's multiple ingredients. It's like again, somebody said, and I think I related it a while back. As the perfect storm has arrived, yeah. the atmosphere was right, and now we've got all kinds of situations going on under every title, under every name, it's all a concoction, all taking place at the same time. And I heard a statement not too long ago, you think this is bad, wait till you see the next one. I can't help but wonder, as we see these kind of situations everywhere, that maybe we need to consider some facts here and understand something. Maybe, just maybe, and, and factual evidence supporting a lot of that maybe by researchers and those who delve into trying to find out the whys and the hauntings of our society and why they occur and why they take place. Maybe, just maybe, a lot of it's attributed to the lack of fathers. Or the dysfunction of fathers. Or maybe worse, the failure of the fathers. You see, the Bible teaches us that fathers, fathers are persons, are people who are supposed to understand the meaning of responsibility. We're to have a constitution. Okay? Very good. What is a constitution? It's a set of principles by which a group or a body or a nation is governed. What does that mean? What it means to me by the signs I read and the things that I'm seeing that there's a whole lot of people that are walking around that do not have any constitution whatsoever. Either because they never wanted one or they've never been taught one. Creates consequences, folks. Creates consequences. What have you thought about? And it's been mentioned a lot lately. I've heard it a lot. You ever thought about the Constitution of this country? Mm, come on. How many in here has ever raised your right hand and took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States? <coughs> did you really understand what that meant when you did that? First of all, do you know what an oath is? Oath is pledge. 
And I know that don't mean a whole lot to a lot of people this day and time. They'll say it one day and they're violating it the next. Do you know by history what the men that created the Constitution of this country, do you know what they were known or became known as? And do you know what they're still known as today? The fathers of this country. The fathers of the United States of America. See, these men, and I know you won't find it written verbatim, biblical verses in this document that they created, but you'll find the assertions and the influence of the Lord God Almighty all over it and all through it. How do we know that? Read it. If you read the Bible, read it, and you tell me if you don't find lacings all through the Constitution of this country. Right. You ever heard of God-given rights? Do you know you're sitting here this morning with God-given rights? Do you know you're sitting in a pew in a church in the state of Oklahoma in the United States of America that you have been granted God-given rights by the Constitution of this country? Amen. Amen. Where'd it come from? I just said it come from men that organize I guess we could say they were maybe tired of chaos. Tired of being chased down to practice religion. And they got together as a group. And I believe, and I know there will be challenged with this, and there's arguments to it, but I believe they prayed about it. I believe they sought God about how do we need to structure this? God, we need your inspirations involved. And they wrote it now. Brother John, all this history you're talking, what's that got to do with Father's Day? Mm. Well, first of all, I believe they got what they got from the Heavenly Father mm-hmm. who gave it to these men that are known as the fathers of our country, that fathers that existed throughout time and that are existing today could receive guidance off of it and teach that same guidance to those that they're responsible for raising and growing up to become adults themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, let me back up and ask you a question. Why are we seeing what we're seeing? Because too many dropped the ball of raising children. Too many didn't take on the responsibility. Too many pitched it to somebody else. Too many thought it was just a fun thing to produce a child and then move on and continue. And probably a lot of other reasons. But as Christians, Christian fathers, we're called to understand, to get a hold of and to understand what it means to be a father. What it means to take on responsibility. Not of just conceiving where many leave it. As every day goes by, there's more fuel being fed to this fire that's raging. More and more and more. I was having a conversation the other day and somebody asked me, and we were having a a Bible conversation. Same question, why? And my answer was this. The more society becomes wicked and sinful and evil and immoral, the 
less they know of God and God's word, the less they practice it. The more the church gives in. Come on. Mm. You know why I said that? Because it's the truth. We better be careful what we buy into, folks. <laughs> I told you God's father of this church. I'm not the father of this church. I'm the pastor of this church. But I'm your leader. And I do my best to be very careful. Very careful. Things that show up may not be what they appear. How do we determine the difference? Word of God. Okay, let's get back to that responsibility. See, when there's either vacancy, the father or, or dysfunction of a father or failure of fathers, the consequences of that bear out in the society we're living in. Amen. It can't help but. Because when children from the ground up, from birth up, and that grow up, when they are not <coughs> planted with the seeds of the ways of God, which involve morality right. and respect and responsibility and dedication and commitment and living right mm -hmm. and a whole lot of other things that I don't have time to mention this morning. What else can we expect? What else can we expect? Mm -hmm. You know, I've talked something, it's like they're in shock. Wow, I wonder where all this come from. Well, go figure. Right. Go figure. When man lets down on God yep. and forsakes God and don't need God and there's better ways and other ways of doing things that are more enjoyable and more pleasurable or if I can shut my responsibility and throw it in the dirt and, and what, listen to me. What else can we expect? Just what we've got. Right. And I'm not talking about situations at hand. I'm talking about something that began quite a while ago. Yes. Yeah. What happens when the Word of God is taken away from or out of a young child's life and they're left to operate and live with the opinions of man? Or somebody's better idea? Fathers, I'm going to tell you this morning, I wish there's a lot more of you in here. You have the sole responsibility for your children. Amen. And if anybody tries to tell you different than that, buck them in a heartbeat. It's going to happen. It already is happening. The parenting of your children, and I'm talking mothers and dads both here now, the parenting of your children, there's a steady movement to try to get that taken away from you and the government do it. How much controversy have you seen? How, how much 
that we see today, and, and I mentioned Constitution a while ago. Do you really understand today why there are groups that have formed to try to dismantle and destroy the Constitution of this country? Do you really understand why? Some say no big deal, it's a different time. This is a modern day, right? Somebody touched on that earlier in Sunday school. Modern day, modern times, different ways. Modern day, modern time, same ways. Amen. 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 changed. What's changed is the attempt of those that are ungodly and unrighteous and want nothing to do with anything about God whatsoever to take every particle that they possibly can out of the structure of this country that has anything to do with God and destroy it. make a pretty good history teacher. I'm not talking about it. It's pretty fun. Huh. If we talk Bible, we've got to talk history. That's right. Look out, Brother John, you're getting on slippery slope there. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm on a, it's not a slope. It's a mountain of truth. Come on. It's a mountain of truth. Amen. I'm going to read you something. And then I'm going to do an insertion. I mentioned it while well, God mentioned it several times. Some of you may have never really looked at or read. This is the Constitution, the preamble to the Constitution of the United States of America. It says this. Isn't it amazing? It starts out with we the people. Yeah. Woohoo! We the people. Who's trying to take control of power? We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, how godly is that? Yeah. In order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, ensure, provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. Folks, that means... Amen. Anybody know what posterity means? I'm going to put you in a little suspense for a minute. Your descendants to all generations. When was this written? over 200 years ago. Written by the fathers of this country that we could exercise every particle of every word that's stated in what I'm reading you and everything else that followed that which we know as the Bill of Rights and the Constitution of this country. You're sitting here this morning in a church house worshiping freely because somebody fathered words wrought by God that this country can operate by and you can do so freely. There's also been a lot of bloodshed in order for you to be able to do this and lives given, folks. Liberty's never free. We think it's July the 4th, wouldn't we? Father Day. 
See, it all goes together. Yes. How many fathers do you think went off the war to defend this country? That's right. How many fathers do you think didn't come back? Or bled? See, fatherhood is a tremendous responsibility. It doesn't, doesn't just stop it at holding a baby if you stay around long enough to even do that. That's kind of the trend nowadays in a lot of places. I know I'm talking about some tough facts this morning. Yeah. yeah. But reality is reality. That's right. Yeah. And the lack of fatherhood or the neglect of it or whatever has caused a tremendous amount of problems in this country we're living in. It's very evident. Continuing in the preamble. We the people, what this means, do ordain and establish the Constitution of the United States of America. And I ask again, where in the world did that come from? Where did they get that? What did I say a constitution was? You ever, you ever be talking to somebody and maybe they're referring to someone else and they'll say, for instance, that young man's got constitution. Right. That means a lot. Wonder where that young man got that constitution. Let me say what Constitution basically means the same thing in an individual life. You've adhered to and complied with and living and carrying out principles. And it stands out when you do that. You understand your responsibility when you've got Constitution. Well, moving on from the Constitution of this country, which is really an earthly document that it's in a Smithsonian Museum and there's copies available everywhere, they're all going to perish one day. But what about this Constitution, if we can call it that? Is this not a set of principles? Amen. Is this not guidelines? Is this not a foundation for existence? Amen. Is this not a roadmap for every father to take up and guide his child by? Yes. Is that not what it is? And a whole lot more? But you see, so many are too caught up today in making sure that Junior does all these wonderful things and they never, ever, ever teach him the Word of God or anything out of it. Or worse, examples are, you know, Junior watches. Anybody figured that out yet? Whether it be Junior little girl or Junior little boy, they watch. Guess who they watch? Who do they watch the most? If they've got one. Yeah. Daddy. Mama. Again, said this many times, learn behavior. Right. So when daddy tips, tilts the can all the time, mm -hmm. snorts the dust, sucks the toke, watches pornography, victimizes women, what do you think Junior is going to do? But on the other hand, when Daddy takes up the Word of God, I'm going to tell you, lots of times it ain't popular, and it's sure not popular in our society today. Matter of fact, they'll try to keep you from inserting the Word of God into raising your children. Yeah. That has no place in the life of a child. 
figure that one out. Madeline O'Hare yep. had the Bible took out of public schools way back in the 60s, and look at what we got. That's right. Mm -hmm. Greatest instrument on earth Amen. to raise a child with. I know there's some that would ask me, like, why is that necessary? Mm -hmm. Why some ancient book necessary to to insert into the life of a child? And many will even argue, well, it's destructive. It, it's got a lot of violence in it. <laughs> oh, Lord, but turn the news on in front of them. Amen. Yeah. Or example that form in their own home. About that one. This great, wonderful, more than I can describe instrument of guidance and leading and teaching and, and it, it's at our disposal. Well, John, you ain't give us a scripture yet. I gave you some, you just didn't realize it. Because they were hidden in the Constitution preamble of this country. Yeah, they're all over it again. You got to see it. You got to see it. But I'll give you some more. Now I'm going to ask you a question this morning, and just just take this to yourself. Very personal, fathers. How much do you really take your child, take them aside, create special moments and times to discuss God's Word with them, and then teach them what it means? Teach them the shalls as well as the shall nots. How many have family devotions and Bible studies? Or are we so caught up in keeping up with the Joneses that we've got to keep headed that direction because we don't have time to do this stuff? Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on. <clears throat> we've got to back way up and ask ourselves, who created fathers in the first place? It wasn't somebody's opinion. It wasn't somebody's thought. It was God Almighty, That's right, the man. Father of all fathers. Yes. And when He created fathers, He created family because He created fathers, someone to be with fathers called mothers. Let me ask you another question, fathers. How are you treating your child's mother? How are you treating your wife? What example are you setting? Come on. I might be talking to a whole body of people here this morning and just doing a great job, and I hope I am. But I know that camera right there is also on too. And I hope this speaks to somebody about their responsibility, family dedication, what it means to guide a child in the right direction, get them started off good, and 
And as long as they will allow you to keep pouring that godly instruction into their lives every opportunity and chance you get. Because it makes all the difference. Sometimes we suffer as fathers. Mentioned extensively in the New Testament. Suffering as believers. And, and suffering as fathers. Anybody here ever have to discipline your child? Fathers? Sometimes a little stiff. I don't know about you, but that always made me hurt. I knew it was necessary, but it still made my heart hurt. Uh-huh. And it should. It should. Sometimes we suffer just because they just do not understand and they will not receive what's good for them. But that does not give any excuse to toss the word of God and say, well, okay, let's change it because all your buddies are doing it. Or worse than that, teach them how. Man, this stuff has a tendency to sink, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. We're going to close up here in just a little bit. We have to, as fathers, realizing, I guess I can say that almost everything's against us. I mean, you can sit and contemplate and think, man, all the things that's just bombarding and against fathers today, trying to raise children and provide for family and and everything that we're responsible for. But Jude says, just one book, one chapter, Jude says in the third verse, he said, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you at the common salvation of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And I want to stress that. Has anybody set their child down lately and said, you know, you're going to have to fight for your faith? Mm, come on. You're going to have to contend for your faith. I've had, I've had to defend my faith. Know it or not, probably most, if you've been a Christian very long, have had to, by some degree, do that. And it becomes more challenge, more of a challenge all the time because adversity is growing. But just because adversity grows and just because there's an element amongst us that wants to defy the Word of God and destroy it, that doesn't mean that we're to stop contending. Right. This this is a stress, by the way, that I just read out of Jude. It's a stress. We've been given too much. And I know responsibility as a father can, can be a load sometimes, but I'll tell you this, and I think you probably experienced it without me telling you, that it's a huge joy, much more than it's a weight or a burden. Right. Amen. Amen. As... prepared to wind down here and I I wish I had a lot more time because really this is a probably a, a lesson that could be extended greatly 
But if you don't know your Constitution, you cannot teach your Constitution. And you sure can't adhere to it. And you sure can't be an example of it. See where things begin? Amen. Did you know fathers are given the ultimate responsibility to be the spiritual leaders of their homes and their families? Amen. You, Dad, don't shove it to Mom. Even though we got some great moms and battle-hardened female warriors. And a lot of them have had to pick up the slack because Dad just didn't do it. Or won't do it. But we're the ones granted that responsibility. Heard this another day. Uh, you also got the absolute authority to say that ain't coming in my house. That's right. Ouch. Remember the scripture? The little foxes spoil the vine. I look around this morning and I hear the kids in the back and I see the youngsters out here. And I know this might have sounded hugely and mostly negative and that's not how God intended it to sound, but uh, we've got to be aware if we're ever going to understand, really, you have to be aware of what the opposite or the negative is. Yes. Of not taking the word of God, not raising children, but not living it yourself. Not presenting yourself as the father of the Bible. That's right. You just got to understand there's consequences to that if you don't. And the results have been and are devastating. Right. On a more wonderful note, as I look around and I see those of you here, and some of you have been here for a long time, some not so long, doesn't matter, but I see you here, and I converse with you, and I have conversations with you, and I can sense and know by how I see you live and how I see you operate. And I say, thank God there's some good parents, and thank God that these children have good parents, good fathers, Amen. to nurture them guide them teach them there's no way like God's way right. none we're being tried dads That's right. we're being tried one more set of scriptures I'm going to close with is 2 Corinthians Chapter 7, verse 1. Maybe I might read another one. 2 Corinthians chapter 7. What, do we, what, what is it we can teach? And I know the Bible's full, but I want to highlight a few things real quick. Okay, you said word of God, Brother John. What do we teach kids? What do we teach young men? What do we teach young women? 
How about this one? Anybody here receive the promise that Jesus Christ has brought us? Receive that? Listen. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Come on. That's a good one. And I know that's one. That's only one. And I kind of sense this thing drifting. Keep your focus, folks. Keep your focus. What are we talking about when we perfect holiness? In the fear? We're, we're supposed to be about this. Our constant life is supposed to be perfecting the holiness in the Word of God. Growing more mature in it. Growing more able in it. Operating in it more and more that children can see us as examples of godliness. Amen. Of the ways of God. Of what God has to say. Man, there's so much I could say this morning. Mm -hmm. Don't steal. Don't destroy. Yep. Yeah. Don't beat your wife or beat your husband. Some think that never happens, but I can assure you it does. Mm -hmm. It's just turmoil in the home. Isn't it great to have a peaceful home? Amen. Amen. Compare it. I can compare you to lots of things and you'd be more Christian. A God home. A God home where the father understands his responsibility and takes joy in teaching his children and even his grandchildren the ways to go and what's proper and what's right. Don't lie. If you tell somebody something, then do it. Don't toss it out the window like it don't matter. How much of this we see in society today? Don't have to be honest. Just get what you can get while you can get it. Wrong teaching. If you owe somebody something, pay it. Mm -hmm. mm. On and on and on. One more. Book of Colossians. We're going to close with this one. Colossians chapter 1. When you first heard the word of the Lord, that I don't know if when you first heard it, it brought you to salvation, but at some point it did because salvation comes by hearing, right? Yes. Hearing the word. What if you set your child down or children and you read this and explained it to them? And it's again Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse number 9. Insert, son for daughter for this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you mm -hmm. many of you pray for your children come on. come on and to desire that we might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding for what necessary purpose guide you and that you might receive the same if there ever was a day today children need guidance yeah. youth need direction this world will give it to them but it will be the wrong kind mm -hmm. they need God instruction they need fatherly instruction fatherly guidance 
fatherly understanding. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, son, daughter, being fruitful in every good work. How about that? And increasing in the knowledge of God. How are you going to increase in the knowledge of God if somebody doesn't teach you? How are you going to increase in the, how's your child going to increase in the knowledge of God if you don't subject them to the Word of God? Right. I got an easy answer to that. They're not. This is like a prayer. Strengthened with all might, son. That's my prayer. Daughter, that you be strengthened with all might, the strength and might of God, according to His glorious power. Unto all patience and long-suffering and joyfulness. Is that what you want? You plant the right seed, you'll get the right crop. Amen. That's right. Plant the wrong seed, what can you expect? Giving thanks unto the Father. That's key. That's huge. Thank God. Thank God for your existence. Thank God for your family. Thank God for your mother, your father, your, your siblings. Thank God for the country you live in. Thank God for everything. Be yeah. thankful. The Bible tells us that over and over. Which hath made us meet to partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Son, daughter, when this life's over and you accept Jesus Christ and you walk and you live the will of God and you serve Him, there's a place you're going. It's a place of light and it's not a place of darkness. We need to encourage them and instruct them and tell them, emphasize, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, hmm. in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Dad's our responsibility increases by the second. If we take on the true reality of our responsibility as fathers and grandfathers and the like, we're challenged more and more and more we, we are lambasted on every hand. But we must continue to contend, contend and, and keep going forward no matter what. Would you stand? what I always found all my time in school that I learned the most from tough lessons hard lessons Amen. we're to constantly check ourselves Because before us today, all throughout this congregation this morning, there are little ones and toddlers and youngsters and youth and some. Weston's all grown up on him. I remember him when he was about two foot tall or less. 
but I think I'm safe to say that he probably still needs some guidance. He'd probably agree to that too, wouldn't he? I can say that because I still need guidance. Amen. I get it. I get it. Father's last word out of Ecclesiastes whatever your hand findeth to do do it with your mind Father's Father with your mind pour yourself into it those under your care those under your responsibility do it with your mind guide them Teach them, lead them, inspire them, encourage them, example them. The consequences will be huge in the positive. Let's close. Heavenly Father, we're grateful today. We thank you, Lord, for the power of your word. We thank you, Lord, that you've established the family order upon this earth, Lord, as you created male and female. You brought into existence the wonderful order that we can be together and love one another and care for one another and take on our responsibilities and roles given the instructions and guidance by your word and that God when we do if we do your promises are real and we accept we accept today Lord more than really we can possibly understand or know how much of a father you are loving compassionate merciful kind good and so much more than i can ever describe we thank you love you and we just praise you glorify you give you honor in jesus name Amen. 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 I need prayer this morning before we dismiss or this afternoon before we dismiss. Here we go. Need prayer? Raise your hands. Oh, come on. You might need Jesus. That's the main thing this morning. Amen. Keep your hands up. If you're here this morning, you need to meet Jesus Christ. Right now's your day. Amen. I'll be I'll, I'll be right here. All you gotta do is come up here. I'll help you pray. You need to receive the Lord, accept him as Savior and Lord. Give you just a moment. We're going to pray for these others. Anybody? While we're praying, if you if you want to come, that's fine. I'll be right here. Heavenly Father, we come this morning. Lord, you see hands uplifted all over this place today. And whatever the needs, God, I'm praying, God, wonderfully and gloriously touch them and bless them and meet their needs, God. I pray, Father God, I sense, God, Father, that there's yearnings of heart taking place right now, God, Father. Lord, there's... there's a, and understanding, God, that's developed, Lord God. And I just pray that, that God, you just sow into that the Holy Spirit power and ability, God, to further that. Lord God, I just thank you for these people. And I ask you, God, to continue in the, the seeking and the searching of godly knowledge and the godly way and, and the way to raise their children, Lord God. I pray, Father, in the, in the name of Jesus, that you just supply that and just keep us all in your care and help us to keep going forth and living for you even when it's contrary to the ways of the world. 
God, even when those that are coming against us, Lord, are trying to destroy everything to do with you, Lord God, we lift you up and we proclaim you and we celebrate you, God, and we praise your mighty name. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Go and have a great day. Lord bless you. Give old dad a special pat on the back or hug today. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday night. Brother Tanner will be back here. Uh, Going to have a baptism next Sunday evening. So everybody that wants to be baptized, get with me. We're going to do that. We're going to make a service out of it. We'll have a good time. And we'll probably start a little early than we normally do. But anyway, put that on your calendar. Mark it down. Put it in your little buzz bombs on the side of your belt there. I know you got a calendar and it'll alarm you ahead of time, on time, before time, and all that. So put it in there because we want to have a wonderful blessing in here. Lord bless you. You just